It's time for Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. Here are your hosts, Bob and Jamie. And welcome to Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. And um, we're a little lax in putting some mm-hmm. of these together lately, but we thought we'd come back in time. Busy uh, times. I am, for the end of the season, I am Run. And I am Bump, if you don't remember us or recognize our voices. That's right. I am really Run, actually, because I did my first story for TSN.ca this week on running. How about that? Really? The marathon guy. Yes, Eliod Kipchoge ran the uh, set a world record in the marathon, smashed it, two oh one thirty nine. Set a record by seventy eight seconds. And That's a lot of time. I'm running the uh, half marathon this week in Ottawa, the Army Run, and I'm hoping that I can, uh, hoping I can finish in a half marathon in two oh one thirty nine. You can do it. I so, think you could do it. <laughs> we'll I would anyway. run. I would run a kilometer in two hours and one minute. Well, we're gonna we're gonna try and talk a little bit about golf here. It is the wrap up of the season. The uh, tour championship is upon us, and there's lots to talk about. Um, and uh, and first off is, of course, the format. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's announced some changes this week. Whereas next year they're going to start the final event, the tour championship. It's going to be like a net event, <laughs> really, when you think about it. Right? That's the true. The leader's yeah. going to have be at minus ten, and the last place guys are going to be like at even and. Go from there. I mean, catch me I don't if know. you what can. Do you think about that, Tom Hanks. Catch me if you can. Yeah. Um, what do you think? You know, I know why they're doing it. I think we both know why they're doing it. Uh, the current format, which is in its probably third incarnation uh, since they started in what 07, is it's too difficult to understand based on the point values. Um, you know, I just remember watching the press conferences yesterday, and Golf Channel would flash up DJs. Here's DJ's scenarios, and there were like four of them. And one yeah. of his is that if he wins, he wins. But he could also win if this happens, and if this happens, and if this happens. And it's just too difficult to follow. People can like follow when scores. When, when you're watching it, when you're watching it on TV, there's like when they put up the leaderboard, there's two two things happening, right? There's the right side where they have mm-hmm. the scores for the tour championship, and then there's the left side where those those projected standings. Right. And it's hard to um, keep both going at the same time. Now this method is going to make that a lot easier because you'll just have one competition going. Now, right. I talked to a couple of players, and none of them seem really enthused about this in terms of they think it's gimmicky. They understand mm-hmm. why yeah. they're doing it. It's simplicity. Yeah. The other thing is, you know, it's easier for the fans to understand. It's also easier for the players to understand because <laughs> they have no clue. I don't think right. really how it works. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's so difficult. Yeah, and so I, I just think that, it's it's not a great idea, but it's no. a uh, it's a good solution to what they've got right now. It definitely for the average fan will make it easy for them to follow. You know, instead of looking at Tiger Woods this year, who's in twentieth spot, and saying, "Okay, well, if Tiger wins, and then Tony Finau finishes no lower or lower for, than a tie for third, like he's got like seven scenarios, you know, yeah. he's going to start at one under, and if at the end of the tournament he's at twenty five under and and leading, he wins. So it's not a, think, it's not essentially a tournament, right? It's just a it's just the finale of the season. That's that's what these guys are saying. Most of them are saying you can't really call this a tournament. No, although the guys are going to get credit for a tournament which, win, this which I don't good. agree with. Like, I, don't I don't agree either. with that. Um, you know, there's, you know, I I remember I saw a tweet that said, you know, the Wimbledon final or the Super Bowl doesn't start with a deficit. Well. You know, and I get that, but I see what they're trying to do here. They're trying to make the regular season important. Right. And, you know, you got your first two playoff events. There's only three now instead of four. Um, I like that. 
you know, I do too. I think I think knocking it down to one less event is, but it it's just they were looking for an answer. You know, you know, you had talked about match play and and you could. I, I saw one where you do. I think it was Fritchy that uh, tweeted out that it was Wednesday, play the tournament Wednesday to Saturday, and then the, the top six, eight, ten go in a shootout on Sunday for the FedEx Cup. So the, um, so the tour championship would end on Saturday. Right. The final guys would go for the for the tour for the FedEx, for the Cup, FedEx the next Cup next day, which I think right. that, that makes sense. It's, right, which isn't I mean, a no, terrible idea either. There's, but there's no way there's no way you can do it without having some kind of different scenario because right. you got two things happening at once. Right, exactly, and and you know they tried to model it after NASCAR and right, you know again like it's like it's like NASCAR. You know, four guys at the end have a chance to win it, but all thirty cars are racing still. Yeah, um, that's right. That's right. I think it would be cool if they did if they did something like this in tennis, where let's say Milos Raonic was ranked number one and Denis Shapovalov was ranked number thirty, and Shapovalov had a had a smaller court to hit into, <laughs> so they narrowed up so, the lines. The, you know, I, I think the you know the match play would be interesting, but then you know, with golf and match play, you never know what you're going to get with blowouts right. and everything. And yeah, um, but it is for good TV, right? So. You know, we'll see how this goes. Um, there was some positive reaction out of the press conferences yesterday, but again, those are guys in front of the media that probably have to say these things. Uh, I don't know what and, they would say the fact, off the record. The, the one, the one thing we're sort of forgetting is the fact that the guy who wins is going to win fifteen million now, right? Or Ten million. Yeah, that's right. So there's more. There's a I lot of money for, at uh, stake. For fifteen million, I'd play with a, a stick and a ball of a paper right, towel or something right. to try and win but right anyway. it, you know so you but you know there should be a little bit of it there should be an advantage to say like a guy like bryson dechambeau um you know i think they're trying to make it so that everybody's got a chance but in the end just like now you know the top 10 are really the only ones that really have a chance yeah, uh, a legitimate yeah, chance uh, speaking of legitimate chance, this week is the final edition under these rules, and mm-hmm. uh, it's underway. It's getting underway as we're recording this. And um, who do you like? Who do you think is going to take this one? Well, I, you know, if we're looking at the top five guys who have the chance to win both the Tour Championship and the FedEx Cup, uh, which is obviously we have the, uh, the previously mentioned Bryson DeChambeau, Justin Rose, Dustin Johnson, Tony Finau, and Justin Thomas. You know, I think. You know, it's easy to go with DeChambeau and Rose. Those are the guys that are on form. But, um, you know, I kind of like DJ this week. I know mm-hmm. there's some issues still with his putter. He hasn't really settled on one. Uh, he said yesterday, or he said on uh, Tuesday that he's got two here at uh, in Atlanta. So, but again, you know, he's, you know, I, I think he, he gave his grade of his year a B. And I yeah. probably agree with him. Um, for a guy that's always in contention, even though he's got three wins, no majors, um, this would be a nice end of the year for him. I think he's motivated to win it. I think it's one of the things that he would check off his uh, golf to-do list. And if, uh, if I he just, has any any off-course distractions going on? Right? I don't. I really don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it at that. <laughs> but I like DJ uh, this week. I got uh, I got two. I got Deshambo. I think obviously for obvious reasons, but. I think the week off gave him a chance to kind of reset, and the guy's playing well. And listen, any guy who goes on the range, as uh, Sean Martin <laughs> of the right. PGA Tour tweeted out, a picture with two launch monitors and a guy spraying water on his golf ball to recreate or simulate mist or dew or something, man, that guy's leaving nothing in the in the bag to chance to, right. to try and win this one. And I think Dust, uh, Justin Thomas, even though he's right. got, a, he came to the press conference with his wrist wrapped, 
Um, he says it wasn't anything big, but I was shocked when I sort of looked at this stat that I saw that only two of the 11 FedEx Cup winners have made it back to the Tour Championship the next year. Not all of them because he wow. didn't qualify, yeah. some of them because of injuries and certain things, but he's he's that's trying amazing. to become back, go back to back, which which right. never happened, ever done. Yeah, that's yeah. it's amazing when you look at some of the guys that have won it. You know, Tiger and VJ and Jim Furyk yeah. and Rory McIlroy. Um, Brand that's a, Brand Snedder, like that's crazy that only two of them have made it back. Um, yeah, it's, it's the next wild, the right? next year. That's really that's really an interesting stat to me. It's um, a curse. It's it a is curse. a it kind of is a curse, and you know, there's a lot of there's a lot for some of these guys to play for. You know, um, you know, guys that even aren't here, like you know, I you know, Jordan Spieth's not here for the first time in his career, which is shocking in mm-hmm. itself. But like a guy like Patrick Reed, you know, everybody wants to talk about the Ryder Cup, which is next week and we'll do more but you know and how dominant that u.s team is how deep it is not all of them are on form no you know like right. a guy like patrick reed who partners with jordan spieth is not really on great form like his partner there's two guys right there's yeah. there's a whole team that's really that needs some like patrick reed needs some good some good vibes going into next week just like sergio does in portugal and uh some good and, juju right good juju and even dj he's one of those guys too that yeah. you know hasn't kind really a been flat spot, right? a flat spot, and you know these guys are going to be counted on by uh, Jim Furyk next week. So there's a lot to play for, not just the Tour Championship plays, but looking ahead to next week and the Ryder Cup. All right, uh, the guy who is going to tee off in the last group alongside Bryson DeChambeau, who guy you mentioned, uh, Justin Rose, um, took over as world number one, mm-hmm. and I mean an incredible run for incredible, this guy yep. who we first saw at Burkdale, turned pro at a teenager. Uh, missed 21 or 22 cuts in a yeah. row, yeah. finally gets his game on track, wins on the European Tour, wins on the PGA Tour, wins a gold medal, uh, and now has... Wins a major. Uh, wins a major, and now has has finally gotten to number one. It's mm-hmm. it's it's pretty amazing, really. And I know on Golf Talk Canada this week, Mark Sakino and I had this conversation about who really should be number one, who really is right. the best player in the world. And he said a guy with two majors like Brooks Kepka should be, and and I understand that. There's a good you can make a good case for that because majors are certainly that much more important. But um, but Justin Rose has, has had a pretty solid last twelve months. Yeah, like it's not like Justin Rose is just you don't get to number one by just doing nothing. Um, you know he's got four wins two in the last twelve months, and one's a WGC event. He's got eighteen top tens in the twenty five tournaments. That's remarkable. Like that's a remarkable. Yeah. That's it. It really is tiger-like, you know, being in the top ten that often. Um, yeah. And again, runner-up at the Open, another top ten at the in I believe the PGA. Um, you know, top twenty in all the majors. Um, so it's not like he's the only one winning. And and Bro- while Brooks Kepka did win two majors, he did miss uh, about six weeks, two months, something like that, with with his wrist injury. So. That hurt him, right? That you, hurt him. You know what do you what do you think of uh, what do you think of his comments yesterday? Brooks Kepka's comments about talking about the fact that he wasn't brought into the press room for a pre-tournament press conference, and he said, "I'll remember the guys who want to talk to me." And uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's I I think there is something too. I really like talking to him when I've talked to him. He's yeah, a pretty interesting guy. He's pretty outspoken, which is always good for our purposes, and uh, and I think he's got a right to be. A little outspoken. I mean, here's the guy who's had probably going to be player of the year. Right. Don't bring exactly. him to the press conference. Well, that and that's that's the shocking thing. It's not like this guy's a nobody. He's won three majors right. in the last uh, two years. Yeah. So he's won three of the last six majors, um, and he is one of the guys that 
you know, we talk about that ever-changing number one ranking scenario. He's one of the four guys that could be number one at the end of this week, should yeah. things pan out. Um, I, I think it's it's dumbfounding by the PGA Tour that he's not in that. You know, I, I don't believe the press has anything to do with that. I believe the PGA Tour chooses who wants. Like, I, I do you, have you ever gotten yeah. have you ever gotten asked? Hey, who do you want in the press room? No, they bring in yeah, guys in the press room. Well, actually, room. you know, at the, at the Canadian Open, I do. I would okay. say that that they, the guys, the media directors, say, "Who do you think we should bring in?" And 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 they give. So they might do that for some other guys, but I don't know that Brooks Kepka is kind of a top of mind guy, right? In a lot of cases, even though he probably even though he should, should be. be. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I think he. I absolutely think uh, he has every right to be upset. He should be in the. Maybe. He should be in the press room. Like again, they should bring in all the guys that have a chance to be number one if we actually care about this. Maybe um, if he uh, maybe if he wins on Sunday, he just doesn't come in the press room. He says, "No, nope, sorry." Now that would be if he did that. <laughs> I would job. actually applaud him for that. Yeah, um, too. That'd but he great. probably wouldn't do that. Uh, no. Or maybe he would. Like, who cares? You get a fine. What do you get? What are they going to do to you? you get a fine. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, if if of all the guys who are outside the top five, I give him the best chance to win the FedEx Cup. Right. Yeah. Like I think you know, last the last ever since Bill Haas won the FedEx Cup champion has been no lower than sixth so what's kept his seventh right yeah um but any like it's been four four seconds a fifth and a sixth rory was the sixth in 2016 so you know i i agree with you i don't i i think he has an absolute chance to do this if uh, everything pans out for him and again you know it's it's just funny. It was it was an interesting comment from him because he's kind of a quiet guy, anyways. He doesn't really he doesn't really do that stuff. But I don't no. I don't necessarily disagree with him for being upset. No, he is right. he is going to be the player of the year, likely unless you know unless Justin Thomas or Dustin Johnson wins the FedEx Cup. It's probably Brooks Kepka. I still think even if one of those guys wins, think so? I still think it's even yeah, with because what so. would they have? I guess DJ four wins, right? they both would have four wins in the FedEx Cup championship, and he has two majors and yeah, two I wins. think two majors trumps four wins. Yeah, the, might, players yeah. Is, the player the players who vote on it, I think that's the way they'll see it. Right, right. But anyway, all right, tour championships underway, and uh, the uh, world number one battle for world number one is underway, mm-hmm. and we will have uh, another podcast next week ahead of the uh, Ryder Cup, Ryder Cup. one of the, one of the great of events. The season. One of the great events and, of the year, sports-wise, I think. Yeah, and don't forget to reach out to us if you want to hear us talk about something else at uh, uh, at Bob Weeks TSN and at TSN Golf. Yep. And, um, and until enjoy the FedEx or enjoy the FedEx Cup and the Tour Championship, and we will talk to you next week. All right. See you next week.